When will you be happy? What will it take? How long will it take? One year? Five years? Fifty years? Jesus has some wisdom on the subject. His wisdom might not make much sense to us, because what he has to say seems the exact opposite of what we learn from our culture, because Jesus says, Blessed are the poor in spirit. The first thing Jesus does is change the vocabulary. He doesn't talk about happiness. Instead, he uses the word blessed. Blessed is, I think, a better word because of the ways that we tend to use the word happy. Happiness is having a long holiday or getting promoted or getting a new car or watching the Springboks win the World Cup or Bafana Bafana winning the Cup of Nations. Jesus has something different in mind. Something that goes much deeper. Something that seems strange, very strange, when we first hear it. He says, blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Now you see what I mean when I say Jesus turns things upside down. These are not the rules as we know them. Our culture has taught us the rules that you and I seem to live by. How blessed are the rich because they can buy what they want. Blessed are the strong because they can take what they want. Blessed are the winners because everybody, including God, loves a winner. But Jesus is saying the opposite. He says, blessed are the poor in spirit. The Greek word for poor literally means abject poverty. True poverty is a cruel thing. It breaks people. They suffer. Confronted daily with their own helplessness, they know the difference that even a small act of mercy can make. They watch eagerly for a gesture or a glance that might promise help. They long for a little bit of kindness. They crave the bit of dignity that you're looking at them and smiling at them bestows. We've all met people like that at the robots of our cities. Standing before God, the poor in spirit are like that. They bring nothing in their hands that God needs and nothing in their hearts that compels God to accept them. They come in their poverty, hoping for sustenance. They come in their brokenness, hoping to be healed. They come in their sin, hoping to be forgiven. They come in their grief, hoping 
to be comforted. They don't come bargaining with God. Because what do they have to offer? Nothing. And so blessed are the poor in spirit. Because they come to God on their knees. Aware of their complete and utter dependence on God. All of our efforts leave us exhausted because we're doomed to failure. We are exhausted in part because we are not poor in spirit. No, we are proud, so desperate to be in control, so desperate to do it our way. And so we spend so much energy on trivial things. We work long hours to buy things that we don't need, to impress people that we probably don't like very much. Aren't you tired of doing that? The meaning of this first beatitude and of all the beatitudes is that God blesses us when we come to God with empty hands, ready to receive whatever blessing God chooses to give us, ready to follow in whatever path God chooses to lead us.